You're listening to Player Development, a channel focused on the intersection of sports and character growth. Please like and subscribe to support the stories being shared, the growth of our listeners, and to stay up to date with our latest content. What's up, guys? This is Isaiah here, and today we're going to be talking a little bit more about how to promote a culture of mental health in the team setting, especially as a coach, that you have a lot of influence already over your players and how your program runs and what priorities you have in place. And so we'll be talking through how we can promote mental health using that kind of position of authority to set the tone and culture for an entire team and for as your players exit your program, whether you're at a rec league level or a high school or a collegiate or even a pro level, how they can carry that on into the future. And so the launching point of this was that I recently had the opportunity to collaborate with Hone Athletics, um, who is working to promote mental health and sports programs. They're based out of Canada, but work with teams in Canada and in the U.S., And I had a chance to use my experience as a counselor and training as a mental health counselor, as well as my experiences at Covenant College playing in the basketball program to really inform this perspective. And I encourage you all to give that a read. I'll include the link in the description. And I just really had a chance to go over some of these interviews that I've done with coaches who have come from that Covenant College pipeline, who all played or coached under Coach Kyle Taylor, and also from my personal experiences, and just analyzing those lessons and being able to see, okay, what made that program successful? What made it so that I could walk into a team meeting at the beginning of my freshman year and be a 5'7 guy who had never played high school ball in the middle of all of these uh, players who were um, ready to contribute at a collegiate level, guys who were 6'3", 6'5", 6'9", even, and had played at competitive levels. We had guys in there who would go on to score a thousand plus points over their careers, um, make all conference teams, those kinds of things. And for me not to feel left out of that environment for me to feel supported and really what I felt as I reflect on that is that even though I was a less talented less physically gifted player by a long shot compared to some of these guys I was no less important to the coaches there not because of my on-court contributions but because I was a person and they valued that That's the lesson that I think most of these players who have become coaches from that pipeline now um, have taken from them or have taken with them from that program is that they value people over the program. The individual lives are important beyond just their on-court contributions. And so I want to talk more about how we make that a reality, how as a coach or someone with some position of authority or influence within a team you can set that tone to support mental health and to support all of your players growing in character and in skill through their time in your program. 
And so I had a chance to do an interview with Coach Taylor um, when we were starting player development uh, a couple years ago now. And his approach to coaching was very simple. He said that his priority was to shape men's lives. And I took from that that message that his tone and his priority whenever he's leading a basketball program of any kind is that life is bigger than basketball and he as a coach has a bigger responsibility to his players lives than just their basketball careers and so one of the points that i made in my blog post was let life intrude especially when it comes to mental health we can only push off the effects of anxiety or depression or whatever other mental illness for so long that will bleed over onto the playing field or the court or practice. And if you don't welcome that, then it'll show up at times that you don't expect it and that are crisis situations. And so Coach Taylor has this very clear and concise statement that his goal as a coach is to shape men's lives. It has nothing to do with wins or program results. And what I've noticed as I've watched other coaches after having this very formative experience as a basketball player at Covenant is that some coaches either don't think this kind of thing through or that their only focus is on their win-loss tally at the end of the season. And it shows in their on-court product. It shows in how they approach practices how they interact with players, how they interact with referees, how they handle adversity such as loss or injury to a player, that kind of thing. And this goes in rec league, high school or college, you know, some coaches are just about like, you know, I've seen rec league coaches who are just about winning and there's no, you know, there's no money attached to that. There's no um, really lasting legacy to some kind of rec league championship but that's the most important thing to them. And that'll show in the way that they yell at their players, the way they handle team discipline and things like that. Maybe some high school programs are all about seeing their players succeed at the next level. And so it's about um, maybe they're padding stats or te teaching and training bad habits in an effort to just keep looking forward to the next step in a player's um, basketball journey rather than focusing on what's the next step for them in growing character-wise or as an entire person. So by contrast, these coaches, even if they don't say it outright, they show that only the results on the court matter. And the funny thing about all of this is that anyone who's interacted with Coach Taylor or watched him coach know that he's a super competitive guy. Um, I remember one scrimmage that we organized between the JV and the varsity, and you know these were all his players in his program, but he got heated. I think it was when our coach started uh, on the JV side talking some smack once one of our guys started hitting a couple of threes. But yeah, I mean, Coach Taylor is one of the most competitive guys I've seen. Even with that, his coaching philosophy is not about winning at all costs. The fact that he's a very successful coach now, coaching at a high level, junior college, Salt Lake Community College, um, you know, starting out at Covenant when he did, he wasn't just given 
the most athletic and most talented teams. And then he could just do whatever he wanted with his players and, you know, like focus on their lives and their talent would carry the day for the season. Um, now, when he first came to Covenant, his first four years were all losing seasons. Uh, we were NAIA, playing a lot of junior colleges, very physically gifted and talented teams. And then we were in the process of transitioning to the NCAA. And it wasn't until his fifth season that he said that he had a winning season. And then the season immediate following that, they had a losing season again. And so... What I don't want to convey is that he just had talented players and he could just focus on their lives because their games would take care of themselves. Now, he was developing a winning program by investing in the lives of his players and by focusing on his players growing as men, growing as people, um, they also saw value in growing as players. And so let's talk about how we actually implement that as coaches, as people with leadership positions on a team. It's not just about having an open door. Hone Athletics actually um, made an Instagram post about this that, um, you know, just come talk to me whenever you need to, puts the onus and the responsibility on the individual to reach out when they need help, which is all well and good but sometimes they're not in a place where they feel comfortable reaching out. And so how do we create that culture where, hey, we've already established that your life is important, that I care about your life, so it feels natural for you to talk to me when something is up or when something is wrong. Um, some of the things that Coach Taylor did was that he sought out times to meet with players. He would go out of his way to schedule those times with players from all levels of the roster, and when he didn't necessarily have time for everyone in the program when it got too big, his assistant coaches took the lead from him and did the same, setting up meetings with players individually, um, having players over to his house for holiday parties and things like that, um, and him sharing his own life with us so that we could see how he functioned as a father as a husband and sharing some of his struggles with that. Um, you know, it never felt like he was crossing a boundary and maybe in some leagues or some levels that may not be the best way to approach that. Um, but the thing is that he set the example that life doesn't have this arbitrary boundary where life has to stop once you step on the court. Um, he showed us that he was an entire person and that he valued the, per, the entire person that he brings um, onto the bench as a coach. And so that set the model for all of these other players who have turned into coaches now in the future to do the same. As he modeled that, his assistant coaches followed that lead, and all the captains and the team leaders followed that lead. Even though this is more about character than specifically about mental health by necessity, if you are treating people as entire people and not just players um, within a scheme, that'll cover the mental health aspect. And I want to read one of the quotes from his interview from a couple years back. Um, he said that 
one of his core reasons, so this is Coach Taylor talking, one of my core reasons for coaching is to shape men's lives. I have to be intentional on a daily basis with that. I have to be able to see our players as individual people and not as pawns or tools in the game of basketball that we use and discard when we're done. I have to be aware of their personalities and attitudes, be able to identify when they're having a bad day or are sad or something is bothering them, and be intentional and go pursue them, which isn't always easy, to have that conversation and to encourage them and get them to open up and share what's going on. So that's the second thing that you can do is once you start seeing how your players react to things and when you see that they're down, not just saying, oh, well, they can shake it off or they just had an off day. But what Coach Taylor is saying is pursue them, pull them aside after practice or even during practice if you can to say, hey, what's going on? I see you're not bringing the usual energy you have. You're not as talkative or not communicating as well. What's going on with you? And not in a way that says like, hey, just snap out of it and you know get your head game ready, but in a really caring way, what is going on? How can I help? What do you need? And so this creates an atmosphere where life is a part of basketball in this example, and basketball is a part of life, not that they're two separate things. And this allows that communication back and forth to really begin for coaches to be able to invest in their players um, more so than on just a skill development level, but on a character development level. As we wrap up this talk, I want to really thank Hone for giving me the opportunity to think through and reflect on some of this, for being able to pull together some of the material that I've gotten from past interviews, uh, refine it down into a couple of points, actionable items that coaches can build on to create cultures and spaces on their teams that promote mental health for their athletes. Um, I definitely want to thank Coach Taylor first for the amazing example of leadership that he set well, during his time at Covenant and obviously for the effects that that has had that as players graduated from that program, they carried these lessons with them and are now setting those examples at programs all around the country. Um, and so that's really amazing to see the impact that his investment has had uh, further on down the line. So I'm going to include the link to the blog article that I've been talking about, as well as the link to Coach Taylor's interview. This is definitely a topic that needs to be talked about, that as mental health becomes uh, considered as more of a need than as a luxury, uh, this is also starting to influence the athletic space. And so this is an opportunity for coaches, parents, and athletes to get ahead of that and really start to advocate for this need to be met when it comes to sports.